Preeti Jibber. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. Men could choose whether they threw themselves into the midst of steel and death. He chose for his horses, and today he chose no. <laughs> that line. Literally the most I've ever liked, Perrin. <laughs> There's a lot of horse stuff in this section. So <laughs> much. So much. Like, I know that horses, we, we've we had this conversation yeah. we've many times. Horses yep. are a big thing in the Wheel of Time, but somehow this section. Really big. Really. Like, felt more intensive than ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we are. We're, we're rereading the books uh, of the Wheel of Time series. In honor of the TV show adaptations release, we're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments. And we're digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today, we're doing it. We're finishing Lord of (laughs) Chaos. Chapter 54 through the epilogue, which is like 40 pages. Yeah. How long will it take us to talk about 40 pages? I feel like it's going to be fast. I think. (laughs) I think. I do want to see how long we've been. um, Like, when did we do our first lord of chaos episode we can look and it was on july 6th that's not (laughs) as bad as i thought it was going to be actually we're averaging like four or five months per book that's not bad okay that's not yeah it could be a lot worse (laughs) like it could totally be worse where we i think this we're about our two-year anniversary doing this yeah no we yes right this month we are Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. that's wild can you and believe it two years <laughs> we're on book six Finishing book six <laughs> so i say four four months a book three months a year plus the show <laughs> this is how we're doing this is how it's going <laughs> i'm gonna start crying <laughs> <laughs> oh my god stay tuned for the next six years <laughs> i know right hope you all thoroughly enjoy our voices <laughs> okay so chapter 54 we're gonna stop laughing real fast yeah we are this sorry shit is grim no Ooh. it's good we have to we have to brace ourselves here <clears throat> uh so yeah we are sort of this is actually this is weird uh, yeah okay thank you i was like we're like theoretically in parents perspective except we're not we're in third party close for like two paragraphs i i genuinely feel like he Literally, it's one paragraph of third person, no, no focal. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. And then it goes into parent POV. Still third person, but it's third person yeah. close. Yeah. Parent. Right. This is like, I don't know. He never does. He does it every with the wind. so often. With the wind. With the Usually wind. there's wind. There's no wind here. There's no wind here. And it's in the middle It's just chapter 54. (laughs) It's not like it's the epilogue. It's such a, I feel like he made a lot of, like in the first like three pages of this chapter, I feel like he made strange, like strange stylistic and structural choices. I agree. Um, Because like he does, I feel like he did this all entirely so he could talk about them as if someone else was looking at them because he just Mm. wanted to (laughs) like he ends the line like the ogre made the bearded man look jolly and I was like you just wanted loyal to not be fucking around and for us to know that people saw loyal not fucking around well right and he like kind of portrayed that with the close perspective there's this one line where um 
he's like noting how grim loyal and Perrin look mm-hmm. or excuse me loyal and uh gall look and then he has some throwaway line about like i guess maybe i look grim too but it's it's like four pages from here so it's yeah it's when they're on the boat yeah, it's when they're on the boat. So it's like, okay, you had to do it twice for reasons I don't understand. Like I we get know. it. It's serious. It's we don't you don't need to telegraph. Listen, so Jen. <laughs> this is war is serious business. <laughs> well, I'm aware. Now I'm double aware. <laughs> anyway, so Perrin is trying to get across the river while this carnival, feast of lights, whatever Mardi Gras <laughs> situation we, is still going can on. Can we talk very briefly about this like <laughs> line about gall? <laughs> Being shocked like, about people kissing. Being shocked by kissing. Yeah. I was like, Robert Jordan, what are you doing? <laughs> Our perennial question. Our perennial question. I, I will say, like, he manages that weirdness in the last section of, like, how everyone was not feeling urgent when they realized Rand yes. was missing for the most part, is very much fixed in this mm-hmm. section besides some brief moments such as Gaul being horrified by kissing. Right. Like, there are these, like, weird moments where Robert Jordan still has to insert this thing that I'm just like, you're breaking the pacing, my friend. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah. It's distracting. It's it is. very distracting. So, yes. So he's bribing this ferryman to recruit people away from the revelries to mm-hmm. uh, to take them across the river. And we get our first, like, serious horse moment. It's a very serious horse he's moment. He's got this, like, bay and it doesn't have a name yet. And he's, like, coming up with the worst possible name. <laughs> what kind of a name is Stayer? Like, that's so... Stayer and fun. Stepper. Perrin, you can do better than that. Apparently not. Well, anyway, so a lot of horse situation. And then this um, Fayol stuff. This, uh, like, which again, I, know. I don't understand because she, like, he, she won't kiss him goodbye. But then she's like, if you fall, I will take up your sword. And now all of a sudden he's like, well, he couldn't say it. He couldn't refuse her. Not after all the hurt he'd given. And I'm like, I, I know. Neither of us, Perrin and I. Neither of us know what he did. No, he didn't do anything. He did literally nothing. Um, And then we get our first weird little flashback. Yeah, a structural strangeness. Italics, italics flashback. flashback. Like, when does that ever happen? In very rarely. Like, very, very rarely. But this feels particularly strange because it's like two paragraphs and it's just to show us an exchange between Berlin and Ruark. Uh, who like okay Roark's her dad right I guess we've established we've established it's really strange Uh, yeah I don't know and like I guess it's all to tell us that like Berylaine and Fael both have not come okay yeah and Berylaine wanted to send all of these like soldiers with them because he's also talking about like who he brought like what is happening she did send the soldiers she just didn't get to come Yes, because he was like, Rourke was like, well, what's going to happen? How many rumors will go if you leave the city? Like, and we get to see Berylaine being like, okay, that's good advice. Right. Yeah. We'll listen to it. Like, she's very, she's like, okay, I hear you. I'll think about it. And you're right. Mm -hmm. It's really justice. Justice for Berylaine. Justice for (laughs) Berylaine, as we keep saying in the discord. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, um, I do like this. So they get on the ferry mm-hmm. and I actually really, really like this visual of um, loyal and gall. I know it's like the weirdness, but I like just literally the words he uses and the visual he gives us with mm-hmm. loyal and gall standing on the deck with gall stood as near the center of the boat as he could slightly wild eyes fixed on the far shore up on his toes as if ready to leap. I'm like, that's a great yeah visual for us, for this aisle person. It gives you immediate, like it's so, he's so when he's good he's so good (laughs) (laughs) that's the frustrating part i know oh yeah and loyal's got his axe that he like found this axe in the sun palace and um you know he's looking like very solemn carved from granite just like ready to go i love it yeah and and perrin is like oh i'll give these guys some extra gold because they've been so frightened and then he's like oh wow this guy's like afraid of me too like maybe i'm frightening too (laughs) which is why you didn't need the like omniscient no we didn't need it it just felt like this seems fun i'm gonna write it it makes me think of like when i put stuff in my book and my editor comes back and is like (laughs) you don't need this and i'm like but don't i (laughs) but i like i like it Yeah, I mean, this book is, I feel like the real editing lack become apparent. It's, I, you know, the longer the series goes on, yes. the bigger the books get, the less you tend to like most, not just because you're like, oh, this, all, I don't think Robert Jordan was ever like, I'm too big to edit. But I think probably getting into a rhythm and mm-hmm. knowing the text so well and knowing there's like a level of trust where you're like, okay. We'll have this conversation, but if you push for it, I'm not going to fight you that hard on it because you yeah. know the, you've been doing this for you know a decade and a half or whatever. I wish editors would push harder sometimes. <laughs> this is all <laughs> supposition. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We don't we know. know. We're just guessing. Uh, so we have Dobrain. Dobrain. Right. Dobrain. Dobrain. <laughs> I don't know how to say words today, apparently. Dobrain. We have Havian Norell. There's so many names. In charge of the Mainers, I feel like I've established. Um, we find, so yeah, we find out that uh, we, they are four days behind mm-hmm. the um, Elada Tarvalon like cor- contingent cor- yeah the kid galena galena etc indeed indeed um we get a lot of descriptions of armor there are but what struck me in this is actually this i will say the section is the most i've liked perrin in a long time because right? i think i feel like we got back to his roots yes we removed him from this like absurd toxic Ugh. relationship thing that had taken over his story but also the way Robert Jordan lets us see him spiraling is less annoying than usual mm. because he has reasons for yes. his spiraling, yes. right? Yes. When he's like sort of like um he's like, We have a long way to go, parents said turning to the bay. Stayer? What was he to do about fail? Rands needs seed beneath the skin. You can see all the different ways mm. he's being pulled and how it's eating at him. And then when he gets out in a few pages and gets to talk to the wolves again it's like an immediate yeah not calming but a more purposeful perspective yeah grounding thank Mm -hmm. you yeah for sure so oh so what right so we also have aiel we have a bunch of maidens and a bunch of sizwe amin there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of okay i do want to talk about numbers yeah, because no, I think I the have numbers, numbers are bananas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 
6,000 Aeol plus 500 of, I don't remember if they're Terran, Joe Brain's armsmen, and then 200 Mainers. Yeah. And then 90, like 100 wise ones. So that's it, right? I was not, because I, because... Initially, like, initially, obviously initially. it changes later But not on. much. But not much. But not much. So this is like... Like 8,000 like, people-ish? I guess. Around? I can't math. 6,500, no, it's like... Seven, seven, it's like 7,100 people. Yeah, but then maybe like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 7,500 yeah, is yeah, what yeah, it gets yeah. to-ish. Yes. Okay, good. Because... We're going to hear the Shido numbers in a second. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And it's not going to make any sense at all. Wild. Wild. Like, it, it just so much of this, the numbers are just. I know. They're bananas. They just don't work at all. I can't but, okay. make some math. Um. So then we have the traveling. Nobody, like, wh- nobody is comfortable with anybody else. Oh, wait, we're skipping the wolves. Sorry. Let's rewind. So they, they're on the road. And the first night when they camp. Perrin is like, all right, time to talk to the wolves. And I was so happy to finally get to see him using this skill. Yes, it was it was nice. Um, Did I skip like, too much? A little bit because okay. I don't want to. We have sort of it's not that not just that the factions are possibly not getting along, which we'll see more of later. Mm-hmm. But sort of Perrin doesn't know how the aisle systems of power work mm-hmm. at all. So we're kind of seeing that is another level of tension for him, I right. think, because he's seeing he's the leader of this of this journey to go save Rand. But when he doesn't have a clear understanding of how all the pieces could work together because he doesn't know the politics, he doesn't know the the structures in place, I think it adds a layer of stress onto us as the oh, yeah. leader. Because we know he's not as prepared as he needs to be for what's about to come, right? Well, and it's like an anti-parallel with Matt, actually. Yeah, Because yes. we spent all yes. this time in Matt's head, like, seeing him, like, seamlessly figure mm-hmm. this business out. Um, and it's oh, not Perrin's fault. He's been in two rivers and enmeshed in this whole ridiculous, like, quote-unquote romance situation mm-hmm. that is like they haven't he Robert Jordan hasn't let him do anything else so like yeah he's led troops but he's only led to Rivers people he already knew yep that's it because like even if there are other like even with like any tinkers who came in like Aram sure. or any yeah a, or when the white cloaks were there or people from outside two rivers joined it was all within the construct that parents like already understood yeah Right. So this is, he is 100,000% like not actually the right person for this job. Right. No, <laughs> that's a good, I love that. that he can track Rand, which is important because we're going to get to some other bit about tracking Rand later that I was like, I'm still trying to get my head around what Robert Jordan was doing here. Um, but yeah, so like basically Perrin has to be here. Mm-hmm. To track Rand. That's why it has to be Perrin specifically. That's why it has to be Perrin from an authorial perspective. Yes. Yeah. But I also think it's the most interesting choice mm. for the point at which we are in the story. That's interesting. Of the three of between Matt and Perrin, 
right. Perrin allows us to live in that tension that Jordan does right. so well. It's true. If it was Matt, we would be like, well, he's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. He's going to, he's fine. He's going to pull it out of the hat. Yeah. You're like, I, I really didn't know how this was yeah. going to go. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't remember how this ends. I don't right. remember like, because it's Perrin, I was like, I could see them failing yeah. and not getting to rescue Rand. Right. 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 So, all right. So that's our setup. He decides to talk to the wolves uh, mm-hmm. and he like, and it's so a lot nice. of explanation about how wolves work because um, it's been like seven books. <laughs> <laughs> I did not need this, but it's fine. Um, I do. I did love this bit where he's thinking back about how he has like been trying to find other like wolf talkers mm-hmm. basically and um talked to some people in the two rivers and these two people specifically who clearly had encountered another person who could talk to wolves kept giving him garlic <laughs> yeah. I was like it's not for vampires like why That's, are you doing no vampires garden? hate garlic so werewolves must love garlic <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it cracked me up. I was like, that's a nice little detail. It was really funny. And yeah. because he like, he, he no longer tried to find others like himself yeah. is the end of that paragraph I after know. the garlic. It's sad. It's like a sad moment <laughs> after like a really funny line about how, like how much he loves garlic. I know. Like, I love garlic, but I'm not going to try to find anybody anymore. <laughs> All right. So he tells the wolves what he's looking for and they come through. They tell him exactly where they are. He figures out exactly how far it is. Um, he like gauges their rate of speed. Like he gets all the information. he Yeah, needs. it's it's basically it's actually kind of cool yeah. because it's like pack to pack to pack is how yes. the communication happens. Yeah. So it's the pack closest to him who sends it out to like one further and so on and so forth until it travels it like telephones its way all the yeah. way back to him. And I love this moment because so he gets the information and he's mm-hmm. like sort of figuring out that they're like maybe 60 or 70 miles um, ahead of them and that he's like at our rate we will catch up because we mm-hmm. are moving faster. But then the wolf, one of the wolves asks why. Yes. And Perrin hesitates for a second. And then he says they have Kate's shadow killer, which is what the wolves call Rand. And there's just this immense howling as a response. Yeah. And it's so good. I know. I'm getting chills. I had this highlighted as well. I thought it was amazing because he right? genuinely is like, when he says it, he's like, I don't know what they think about that. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea how they actually feel about Rand. And like, now we found out. Like, all right. So we're going to have a whole lot of wolves. Right. And they just keep saying we come. And I'm yeah. like, That's, they're coming. It's so it's, good. The wolves are coming. It's like the eagles are coming. And uh, yeah. Like the wolves are coming. It's a good it's moment. A, we get like feelings. Yeah. We get wolf feelings. Um. So and then we find out. Uh, you know, I mean, Perrin is just constantly like, okay, so when we catch up, then what? Like, what yeah, do I he do doesn't know when we catch up. I have no idea. He didn't and, use it like one too many times for me. Like yes, having it, it was, that. yeah, it was very, yeah. but it was <laughs> good. <laughs> he's getting like terrible advice from everybody else. They're like, well, we'll just like try and we'll probably die. Like the end. That's <laughs> what we'll do. Well, he sits, he sits down with loyal. Um, because he's like, well, Loyal's probably read the most out of anybody yeah. here about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I don't think this means anything, but I did think it was kind of funny because we get a bit about how the wolves don't really have names. Like they don't call things by the names people mm-hmm. call them. So I Sedai is 
um, two like she's who touch the wind that moves like that moves the sun and call fire. Mm-hmm. But then loyal the book the first book he talks about is men of fire and women of air oh, i didn't pick up on that and i was like well that's interesting that is interesting good good spot good spot. yeah i don't know quite what to make of it but it did you yeah. have this animal who's seeing all of it in mm-hmm. ice to die seeing every piece of it in ice to die and then you have this human who writes a book and separates and and gives attributes to each gender right right it's interesting that's interesting uh, and Loyal actually does have some useful information because he knows that the traditions, like he knows, you know, how many Aes Sedai are probably involved. Well, they're working off bad information, well, right? Well, that's Perrin true. Yes. thinks there's only six Aes Sedai because right. nobody knows that they had that room full of Aes Sedai. Yes, yes. But, this but is, Loyal is ooh. saying, like, they always yeah. have 13 in the story. So, like, they could have 13. Like, are there mm-hmm. really only six? Um, he also is like, I'm sure they're treating him well. And you're like, oh, but he doesn't even believe it as he's saying no, it. Oh, no. Yeah. And so Perrin is like, well, shit, like 13, like there's no way. Like, what are we going to do? And if yeah, they it's... threaten to gentle him, like, what can we do? Like, we can't do anything. So it's it's information that's important, but only sort of lends to the despair he's feeling about how to actually accomplish this. Yep. So there's a lot of letter writing because we're probably not coming back from this situation. Well, then this is another beat where Robert Jordan was like, I'm going to cut the pacing. Yeah. We're going to have a conversation about girls. Yeah. It felt very awkward. It was super awkward. Also, this line of like, like Loyal's like, what's it like being married? I'm like, oh, my God. Parent? I know. And parents like, you know, once the two rivers had been home, now home was wherever fail was. I'm like, Really? is home just feeling awkward and badgered all the time and like angry and not understanding why your wife is mad at you sounds great it did make me laugh really hard when loyal was like are all wives jealous and my parent was like feels never jealous she's perfect gross Gross. No, I thought it was funny because to me, I was like, oh boy, you are in a toxic ass relationship. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that Correct. is a perfect example of how. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we get this like feeling of like how like the journey is like they're not actually encountering any like obstacles along the way, except for the factions that Perrin has no idea how to do with the Carrion. And the Aiel parties are like very anti each other. This for felt obvious very reasons. like filler to me. I'm not gonna uh, lie. Yeah, like, no, I you're did not, not care about this. I mean, again, it's just like it's book bloat. It's just like let's hear every thought that Perrin has. Like we've already established this. It could have been done in like one paragraph instead of three pages. Um, but we get this like thing about the Mainers, and we get their like conversations with this and that, and then there's some hero worship, and Perrin's uncomfortable, and you're like, yeah, 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 move it along. And then there's the stuff with the like Isle and yes, the, the factions of the Isle, which could be interesting from yeah. someone's perspective who understands Isle, because yes. then at least we get to see some nuance. Instead, it's right. just Perrin being like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I also did not love this bit. There's this line where he's talking about the trouble between the Siswe Aman and the Maidens mm-hmm. and like they're, how they're jealous over Rand and I was like could we not do that? Yeah it was weird right? Like, it was like Ugh. 
I yeah, I didn't like that either. Um, yeah. and also this whole thing with like Nandera and Sulin like yeah. beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. I don't understand. No, and like how like Sulin wins, but then she like takes orders from Nandera after that. I d- I mean, it's just like it feels very like hmm, the aisle so strange. Like yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't I didn't know. like it. And then we have Cerulea and Amos like fighting over control and we got that one, but they just like drink water for three hours and figure it out that way, which is like, great. Awesome. <laughs> Let's have more of that. But also, do we need so many pages of this? We don't. We don't need so many pages of this. Yeah. We find <laughs> out that the horse is definitely named Stayer now in case yeah. you were wondering. Stayer. And then, and then there are new people arriving. The wolves are like, by the way, Baron, there are a bunch of people coming in your direction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and turns out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. You're right. Yes. It is. It is probably more like eight. 8,000. Yeah, so he gets a bunch of I forgot about the Two Rivers people. He gets a yeah, bunch of all two, two Rivers, rivers reinforcements. People. Yes, yes. It's the Two Rivers people who are all with um, the Aes Sedai coming from Camelon. Yes. This I found very confusing. I was like, okay. I don't understand where were the Two Rivers people? They stayed they were, did... they stayed in Camelon because remember Rand brought Right. Only he brought, brought a few Perrin, through the gateway. Right. Through the gateway. Like in like a second. And right. Perrin, there was a line in there somewhere about the two rivers yes. people staying behind. Right. You're and right. so if these eyes to die, then all had the two rivers girls also. Like, I think yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, the connection sense. sort of works. So I thought this is where we find out. Um, So Varen mm. and Alana are there along with these other, the little tower. You know, yeah contingent that we saw fighting over who was going to be in charge. Morana is like completely lost control. Karuna and Bear yeah. are in charge, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're gross and weird. And they're gross and weird. I genuinely, and then Alana is like, I told you he was injured. Like there's this like whole like weird situation. Oh no, that comes later. But anyway, there's this whole weird situation with like Alana, like knowing where Rand is. And like, I thought that the whole authorial purpose of having Alana bond rand without his consent was to set up this beat where she's the only one who can find him but you have perrin who can also find him so then but it's she's... like okay so alana is the one who brings the Aes Sedai reinforcements to perrin yes to perrin yes so that's the function of that plot beat but at it's the moment such a it's weak... like such a yeah it's and so weak the thing that i thought i remembered was that moiraine did it after Rand got kidnapped so that it would never happen again. Uh, I like had rewritten it in my head to actually make more sense. Because that would make that more sense. That would have made way more sense. But that's not at all like Moiraine dies. It's not Moiraine. It's Alana. Like, or Moiraine goes through the gateway anyway, whatever. Um, She's off the board. So like, I feel like my version made a lot more sense. It does. It and does make more love. And way but less gross. Here we are. Because, and then we have Perrin who's like, how did Alana know? Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's weird. That's weird. And they're all like, Perrin, how did you know these people? Like, everybody thinks everybody's weird, which is fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, But now they have, now he's like, okay, well, now I have nine eyes to die here mm-hmm. against potentially. So now we have like a little bit more of a shot, maybe. Although maybe. he says that like he's being, this is the point you were talking about where he's yes. like, uh, he's being held prisoner, and I said mm-hmm. I named Koiran, and at least five others are taking him to Tarvalin, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, six could not take him. 
Right. And this is where Alana is like, I told you he was injured. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, I will say this moment that Perrin, Perrin is like, she smelled of pain. I told you. Varen kept silent, but she smelled furious and afraid. Mm. That is the most we've ever seen of Varen. (laughs) That is not calculating Mm. and just sort of like, the weirdo brown sister. Yeah. So that was an interesting moment to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Karuna is being very like, you may join us. <laughs> and parents like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Seriously, that's fine. <laughs> I love that. He's just like, mm, whatever. Um, And they're like trying to boss him. And he's just, he is like, he is the exact right person to just be like, nope, I'm not, uh, yeah, not going to respond doesn't... to you. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like, I'm not interested in being a part of this. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I hate this journey for me. Um, of course, it makes all of the politics like in the group even more complicated, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, oh, yeah. He's... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say this line Alana feeds him. Uh, yeah, I was about, about to bring up the same one. <laughs> I haven't highlighted. There is knowledge that would burn any mind, but I said, you're like, okay. Garbage. dramatic nonsense. Oh, it's so funny. <sighs> um, Yeah. So it's a lot more than, again, about like being around the people and like how you know weird it's it like? is. You know what? what it is? It's what? Perrin does politics. Remember, we got a bunch of this oh, with Rand. Yeah. So now we're getting like Perrin does politics. But and Perrin's even more bad boring. at it. Because he doesn't was, know anything. No, it was it was too much when it was Rand. And now it's way too much when it's Perrin. It's like, at least with Rand, you're like, I know why you have to think yes. about this. Right. Perrin, technically Perrin could just be like, this is what we're doing. And I feel like that's what Perrin would do, actually. Yeah. Where he's like, this is what we're doing. Right. Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Which exactly. is what he does with the Aes Sedai. So, yes. okay. Right. right. Um. So and finally. I, I get that he would be stressed about it, but also sure. like, there's way too much of that in here. Um, so yeah, so finally the end of chapter 54, it's the 10th day. They like believe that they're going to catch up. They don't know what they're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. And then the wolves are like, there are a whole ass lot of people coming. <laughs> Can I tell you when I turned the page and got to chapter 55 and it was like Gowan, I was like, no. I had the same response. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, this is the last perspective I wanted to be in right now. I actually didn't hate it except for again, like the pacing jerkiness, which I know is sometimes deliberate to like draw it out. But like at other times I'm like, oh, really? This I get it because we need it. We needed this because of how he's using yes the younglings between yes. these two factions mm-hmm. but i will say this really made me hate gowan <laughs> when he's like thinking oh, about yeah. gwain and this letter and how he promised he wouldn't raise a hand against rand but he's not yeah. gonna raise a hand to yes. help rand and i'm like they're keeping him in a fucking box you're watching them torture him daily like and you're, you're like Egwene has to understand why i couldn't do anything right this nope, is really buddy. where i was like not go understand. fuck yourself yeah. like i hope Egwene burns you to yes. smithereens and ends up with gallad and yes. that's saying a lot because yeah. <laughs> i something. also hate gallad <laughs> it is sad when like Gowan has made Gallad look good right? by comparison. Gallad is literally a white like cloak, a fascist. <laughs> He's a fascist. He's an cloak. actual fascist. But somehow, right now in this moment, I hate Gowan more. <laughs> Terrible. 
Oh God. And he's like, I guess I should probably save Min though. And you're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I hate you. (laughs) Because Gowan is supposedly the one who is like more thoughtful and more rational and the one who like, but we've seen Gallad is actually the one who ends up being more thoughtful and rational. Character assassination or do we, is Gowan just the worst? Like, is that on purpose? Right. Is is Robert Jordan saying something there? I don't know why. Yeah. Who knows? But I hate, I hate everything about this. All of it. All of it. So he's like, you know, I don't know. He's doing something. Well, he, he's thinking he has to figure out how to like save men, but then a bunch of his other younglings show up and they are, they're like, we're surrounded by aisle thousands. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what. And then the one talking just has like an, like an arrow, I think through his throat or something, because he just blood gushes out of his mouth and he topples to the ground yeah or a spear I guess I think we're understanding no no it does say blood gushed out of his mouth I think what we're understanding is he has arrived injured like he was out scouting injured and he's oh I see yeah yeah, he dies he dies in the midst of his talk in the midst of telling um and so he like Gowan rushes to Galena and is like there are thousands of aisle closing in on us and Galena's Um, like great I ordered them here to kill you why don't you go out and meet them <laughs> right and he's like why does she keep trying to send me out this is weird and he ends up like yelling at her yeah and he's like yeah. did you ever think this might be Randall thor's aisles coming for us and she's like oh i guess that's a good point <laughs> it's such a weird interaction such a weird interaction because i don't fully understand why they want the younglings dead i don't know they like made some noises 16,000 pages ago about how they were quote unquote a problem, but like never explained what exactly yeah, right? the problem like, is. I don't totally I have get no it. idea. They're like, they're they're devoted to you, they're willing to kill, and they're young, and they can be your warders. Like, why would right? you want to kill them? I don't know. It didn't Especially make sense. Especially when you're trying to recapture Elaine. Like, I don't right? like why would you why I, I don't fully understand. Ugh, and then we go oh, oh then we go to a rant, rant POV. POV. Rough. Stuff. I feel like I'm going to hold on to this like a lot. I feel mm. like when I was younger and I read these there was more distance between yes. this book and when Rand started acting however he acts to make people hate him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm going to be holding on to this for a long time because it is you see him breaking they yeah. broke him. Yeah. Like, no wonder. I do think also that as adults reading it, it yes. hits different. Like, I when agree. you're a teenager, this is all really abstract. Like, romantic yes. relationships are often very abstract. Like That's true. Torture and, like, sexual assault or what consent issues. This is all, like, I mean, depending on who you are. I was a sheltered kid. This was all super abstract for me. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it sounds terrible, but I don't actually understand the weight of it at yes. all. At all. Now you're like, this is a 20-year-old yes. kid yeah. thrust into a situation he wasn't prepared for yeah. and then completely betrayed and yeah. tortured for yes. a week straight. Like not I, like when he's describing it, it's awful where it's yeah. like literally they only take him out of the box to like throw water on him, beat the shit out of him, and then uh-huh. put him right back in again. Yeah. No, it's horrible. Ugh. And I just, I mean, I think it's the same thing with Egwene's, the Shanshin yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that really was abstract to me because I didn't have any real world understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. And, you know, it hits well, real different now. It's funny because Egwene's situation, I remember, did really affect me. Like when I was reading it as a kid, because I, for whatever reason, understood like how awful and how yeah. like 
to have your agency stripped away yeah. like that, how that, how awful that felt. Right. Rand, I think it, this feels yeah. like so, but I, you're bringing them up together is the good point, right? Because right. they are both going through these, like, as again, this Egwene right. Rand parallel, parallel. Yep. of like these traumatic experiences mm-hmm. that we see of them having their agency stripped away yeah. in violent, violent ways mm-hmm. um, from people who are gleeful in their torture. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's horrible. Oh, it's awful. Like when he, and so when he's saying things like no trust, never again, trust. Mm. like I fully understand everything that he go, he does yeah. in the following yes. sections, as brutal as it is. Yeah. At some points I was like, be more brutal. I was like, loose Theron. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't want to root for loose Theron in but this also, situation. He's not wrong. Kill Galena. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's really hard where he's like, so he's in this chest and he's like, we're hearing what he's been going through. He's like falling apart. Obviously yeah. he's having, he's barely holding onto the void. Luce Theron is like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, the chest starts moving that he's inside yeah. and he's like, Oh God, like, is it night? Are they going to beat him again before he feeds him? Right. Like, he doesn't know what to do, but then it doesn't, the, they don't open the chest and he starts freaking out. Yeah. Oh, and he's he's still feeling for the shield mm-hmm. points. He's still feeling yeah. the shield points and like losing it. And then we switch POV back to Perrin, who is like scouting, and they're um he's seeing like this enormous mass of Shido around the red, like sister, etc., kidnapping Aes Sedai and younglings. Um, and there are like the powers being used on both sides, which we know is Savannah being like, I'm gonna like marry Randall Thor and this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill all of the Aes Sedai yeah. and younglings and take them. And I have wise ones who can channel. Now, side note, we have not found out what the purpose of that, like tearing one person apart with the power ritual was. And no, we d- we have not. It has like I'm like, is did you literally just put that in there for flavor, sir? Like, is there not actually a reason for that to be in there other than like, look how gross Savannah well, is? Because I'm gonna be real mad about. We're that. gonna see it happen again at the in the epilogue. Are we? Yeah, I forget. Anyway, all right. So moving along. Uh, I have feelings about that. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of like power being used, some of it not that successfully, which makes sense because the wise ones are not like used to this, but even mm-hmm. so. Um, and then and then Karuna is like, there are two or three hundred women channeling down there, which means that Savannah has three hundred wise ones with well, her. Well, there are 40,000 Shido, like I, the, I don't are bananas. The numbers like just don't make then, any sense and then karuna is actually saying that there are 30 eyes to die in the eyes to die camp which is like news to me the same like I it was like 15 that, yeah there are 30 of them i don't, I know. don't know yeah it was confusing ruark, ruark says forty thousand shido at the least at the least which i'm like there's so eight thousand of you yeah and so like 40,000 is... Shido. And 300 women channeling. Like, what? Those numbers are... How are there so many more Shido than literally... I don't... I don't know. It's, it's like, a whatever. I don't know. I don't understand it. So they have a plan. 
it's an actual real plan side note like a legit yes. plan not a good one but it's a it plan. was not much of a plan that they had <laughs> is the sentence in the book i'm just comparing to the samuel <laughs> non-plan this Fair. is an actual plan yeah which is somehow reach rand somehow <laughs> yeah. free him and then hope he's not hurt too bad that he can't Open make a, a gateway, gateway for as many people as he can <laughs> And like nobody <laughs> likes the plan. The eyes that I are like funny. arguing about it. It's a terrible plan. And this is when this is when parent is like, and my horses are not coming into power. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Do what you can. And they then. also have a, there's a, so there's a bit where he kind of has the two rivers people and the Aes Sedai and the wise ones go off. Uh -huh. Like they want a small contingency who's gonna go in, I think is what I understood. <laughs> But they're all basically like, we're going to die doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what's going to happen. Yep. And then it's just this, like, very intense battle, which I will say is not, it's still brutal. And I think he does a good job showing us the difference of a parent POV battle scene versus yes. a Rand or a Matt or a POV. Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Matt POV battle scenes are much they're fun. They're not as anxiety inducing because mm -hmm. you believe in Matt and you know he's good at this. Yes. With Perrin, it was more like, if he wins, it'll be because of sheer brutality. And that's what the text reflects. Yeah. Yeah. He they do have the wolves get involved also. Um, we do get some good, like solid action writing, which Robert Gordon is so good at. So good um, at. And then yes, Perrin is like constantly telling himself, like, I'm hewing wood with my axe, not flesh. Like I can't think of these people as people. I mm -hmm. have to, which is like, yeah, dissociation to yep. affect violence like <laughs> this is what happens um and he's seeing people falling all around him he's seeing you know people getting struck by the force lightning or power lightning whatever you want to call it um and he sees uh he like they get surrounded well then the like Aes Sedai show up yes and he's like what is happening what right. are they, That's they not supposed, what they're supposed to, to be, be doing they're yeah. supposed to be with the wise ones and then this I was like oh my god I did not remember the black tower shows up <laughs> like they travel so the like there's this did they find Rand this is I don't feel like this was explained how do they know where to go I don't know Unanswered questions. How did the Black Tower know where to show up? I don't know. <laughs> questions, <laughs> I have them. Maybe somebody will tell us in the Discord. Anyway, yes. So the Black Tower shows up and like really starts to fuck Just things unleashes up. hell. Totally. Yeah. Just bananas. Like, um, ew. When these like heads exploded, like yeah. melons dropped onto stone from a Ooh. height. I was like, Bleh. Yeah, that's gross. so gross. That's gross. But they need it because there are 40,000 Shido. 40,000. <laughs> 40,000. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, and then we're back in Rand's head. Oh, and this is so, this section this, was so good, but it was so tense. It was so hard. It's so hard. So the Aes Sedai, things are heating up enough now that the Aes Sedai are starting to tie off the shields points. Mm -hmm. And he is like, you know, he is fighting with Luz Theron because Luz Theron is if like is like if you start to unravel one, the other ones who are still holding it will notice. Yeah. And Rand is like, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta go. go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Right. We gotta go. And so, and so he, like ooh, yeah. four of them tie them off. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so it's so he, good like, though. He figures out like sort of him plus Luz Theron figure out how to like untie these virtual knots, as it yeah. were. Yeah. 
Um, I love the like he he can like sense it. He can't yeah. get it. And then it's like building like hope and trepidation is the greatest like two word thing that Robert Jordan gives us. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he's Ooh. like, I got to go faster. I got to go faster. Like they're, they're noticing what I'm doing. A like third one comes faster. in yes. and like tries to do it. And then he just like the second he gets access to Satan, oh. it's so good. Before he even finished with the fist of spirits, he channeled air. The chest exploded away from him with a loud boom. Oh, and then lose there and they will pay. I am the Lord of the morning. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. And that even before that, you know, as soon as the power of fills him he seizes the three soft yeah. points which we know our like sisters is crushing them. them ruthlessly in fits ooh, of spirit like oh it's dang. so good <laughs> it's so, so good so he like is out of the chest and looking around like trying to see because he's been in dark for just ever mm-hmm. and he sees these unconscious eyes to die there's one who's just like screaming he sort of figures out it's not galena or arian who are his targets obviously and then i didn't it took me a minute to understand he sees a rose-colored coat and breeches like somebody else lying on the ground and i was like oh it's a warder and then i'm like, like no, oh, it's, no min. it's it's min it's min it's a warder in a rose-colored coat and <laughs> no breeches. i wasn't paying attention to the color of coats <laughs> I Sorry, was just funny. reading. I know it's true. So then he's like halfway to men. I'm like, wait, where's men? I'm like, oh, okay. Coat and breeches. I got it. So he like thinks he's killed men, which is so intense. Oh my God. Thank- Thankfully he has not killed men. And she just Ooh. like turns over and she's like, oh, thank God you're alive. You're alive. I was afraid to look like, mm-hmm. then she's like, will you please cut my bonds? <laughs> And also, like, make a gateway. Like, let's get the fuck yeah, out but, like, of here. Yeah, but, like, Rand doesn't, he's like, I can't do it. Because he knows, he can feel the, like, um, he knows Tame is there. Well, he also and, knows that he doesn't, he can't open a gateway from here. No. Because it could. Because he doesn't could, know where he is. Yeah, exactly. And um, he's like, he, because he's been beaten for the last week, he can't really stand. So, yeah. again, Min is there to just, like, help him recover. This is her role. Because she was again, there at the yes. end of the other battle, too. Yes. She's a literal Ugh. aid to him in this it's case, weird. like a human aid. And like, it's just, that's all she's ever allowed to do these days. Frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Um, um, so he's looking around and they've got these wagons in this ring. And then there are eyes to die, like uh, every few, you know, whatever feet, like in a circle also. And this oh. was amazing. He starts taking them out one by yeah, one. Yeah, just one by one. It's incredible. Like shielding them. He's not yeah. stilling them, though he's thinking no. about it. Yes. But he is shielding them. Mm-hmm. Um, and knocking like, them out. And knocking them out. So they just kind of, like, fall off their horses or, like, fall mm-hmm. forward unconscious. And then, like, as, after he gets to Katarine, mm-hmm. Luz Theron is like, and now Galena, I want her especially. <laughs> and then Rand's like, what am I doing? I have other things I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, I do want to take them down, but also Min is here. Like, we have to figure mm-hmm. this out. Yeah. Yeah. So he is, and he's just like, I have to do what I have to do. So he keeps, and the eyes that I have no idea what's going on because they can't feel men channeling. So they like, you know, they're spreading out even more. They're like trying to, you know, deal with all of the fire and the lightning. And like, as he takes out more and more of them, you know, things get worse and worse. They're like coming. And Rand does not know that it's the Shido. 
and he's starting to like have to figure out like there's warders there's the younglings there's Aiel there's Aes Sedai there's Aiel fighting Aiel he sees there's Ashaman yeah he sees his way I mean he says Karhianen and Manginers and like two rivers people he's like what is happening like Rand this is like Taverin at work right here right yes or the realist Ugh. and then freaking Gowan shows up (gasps) heard yeah and he's like Min, I can take you out of here. And she's like, I'm not leaving. Also, Elaine loves him. And then Gowan is like, if I Althor one day, I will see you die. I was like, shut up. Appropriate response. What? This man has been beaten every day for a week, is like barely standing. Like, uh, the only thing I can think we're supposed to understand is that Gowan literally thinks that Rand killed his mother. Like, he still believes that, even though Egwene is like, that didn't happen. And like, he's got no proof, but like, it, that's I'm just trying to figure out like what does Robert know, Jordan think is happening but it here? makes Gowan seem so absurd yeah I agree I agree it's a very poor character because like first Gowan was like well I made my choice so now I have to stick with it even though obviously this is horrible <laughs> horrible like war crimes. horrible actual war crimes actual war crimes yeah it's it's bananas so then uh he Rand watches like a Black Tower um, guy go up against Gowan. um, And then I guess he's he saves he saves Gowan. Right. He saves Gowan. And then the the Ashaman like starts to attack him. Maybe. I don't know. Because then Mazum Tame is like, "Mm, yeah, better not. (laughs) Let's not attack the Dragon Reborn. Please. Thanks. Um. But he says, Tame was there, blue and gold dragons twined down the sleeves of his black coat, staring down at the fellow, at the fellow, but he, his collar doesn't have Rand's pins on it. Oh, I didn't notice that. I did Which I was like, that. Tame, what is your game? What you doing, buddy? What are you doing? And he doesn't explain how they found him. He's like, oh, you know, I had to visit you in Carrion and then I couldn't find you. But then he like, and he tries to heal uh rand and rand's like absolutely fucking not um but yeah we still don't know how tame found them yeah i no idea uh and so then tame is like basically offers to heal rand Mm -hmm. and rand is like absolutely not Mm -hmm. um and it's just it's seeing like this whole thing it was like a little hard for me to read because i was like this is yeah brutal and intense yeah, this the the Ashaman are like really violent. They're just bodies everywhere. And um they've made a dome. Yeah, there's this like dome over them which is like a barrier keeping the other 40,000 like Shido <laughs> out, but it's also the two rivers are on the other side of that, mm-hmm. the wise ones are on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Um and there are all these like there are the like White Tower, Aes Sedai are surrounded by guards, but then also the Little Tower, Aes Sedai, they're not shielded, Mm -hmm. but they are also sort of being surrounded. Right. The Um, Black Tower is sort of rounded up all of the all the Aes Sedai, regardless of of where they're from. Right. Um. And so Rand is just taking all of this in. Like Alana was there. He doesn't know. And then he realizes that the little tower sent nine eyes to die and he gets 
he does not like that. Nope, he sure um, doesn't. And then Perrin shows up mm-hmm. and Rand's like not surprised to see him because of all the other people. Right. So like Loyal is there, right. Aram, who Rand does not know. Mm-hmm. And Perrin's just kind of, and Perrin's like bloodied and he's mm-hmm. like, thank, thank goodness you're here. Like, we don't know what to do. Like, uh, like, Ruhr, oh, like the Isle are also still out mm-hmm. there with the Shido, like yes. all of this stuff. Yeah. Um. And Rand is like, "Oh shit! Let the let the dome go mm-hmm. to the thing." And Perrin and Loyal all sigh with relief. And Rand is like, "What the fuck, man?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can't blame them because he has like gone to great lengths to prove that he has to be hard. Like we keep hearing how hard he has to be. Sure, but, but it's just... also, yeah, no, I know. Like there's going to be know. a point later that I actually found very cathartic, I think on the next page, um, because Tame is like, okay, I actually don't think that's a good idea <laughs> because there are still several hundred Shido women out there, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem to be great. And mm-hmm. also thousands of Shido with spears. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we should wait a few hours. Yeah. We're so in a war. Right. Right. Which he's yeah. not, I, like, I'm not saying that Tame's sort of like ruthlessness is correct. No. But I think it's something someone had to bring up. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's like he is saying, you know, okay, yeah, people are gonna die, but like this is the smartest call for us. Cost of the few versus cost of the many, right? Right, exactly. And Perrin like gives a whole speech um about like how who's out there and Amos and Shirley, he's making And all these people have died for Rand. Yeah. Which is where I get irritated because I'm like, no, they're dying for the last battle. It's not for Rand. It's not because Rand is Rand. It's because Rand has to be alive so that he can fight mm-hmm. at the last battle mm-hmm. and then you know parent and loyal are like well we'll just go out together so we can tell them that you're okay and they can retreat like they don't know that they can retreat like we have to we have to yeah. get them words somehow um and rand is sort of hearing all of this and uh because tame is like fine i'll i'll we'll open a piece of the barrier so you can go through right and and rand is just kind of like okay i i cannot i don't want to abandon them but i can't do this for the people who he's naming like i can't make it be about those people like he says um he would he as soon yeah let perrin go back into that maelstrom as abandon them but it could not be for the wise ones or the two rivers folk like he has to make the quote-unquote right choice yeah um and so he says to tame like okay well savannah wants my head she thinks she can take it let's show her that she cannot like show me the weapons that you've made me this part is rough and tame is like he says yes but he's real mad about it yep he is a hundred percent understand uh i don't know if it was i actually don't know that i read it as anger so much as kind of like resoluteness of like okay this is what we're doing yeah, I don't know. I think there's more to it. I he, agree. And I don't 100% understand, but I think that's deliberate. Like, I think Robert Jordan is keeping Tame very opaque to us. Yes, um, yes. For, um, for capital Rand is, R reasons. <laughs> yeah, but Rand is like, okay, also put my standard up so everyone yes. can see it. Yes. Um, Because he's hoping that the wise ones in the two rivers, mm-hmm. people will see it and know that they've won the camp. Right. Um, 
And then, then Perrin this- is like, oh, please don't use the Ashaman. Like, it's really gross. But this is what I loved is like, yeah. Rand is like, what am I supposed to do? And yeah. Perrin's like, I don't know. Right. And you're like, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the crux of it. Yeah. You will complain and you will mm-hmm. judge and you will talk shit. But at the end of the day, you don't have a better plan. No, no. Absolutely. So, yep. Shut up, Perrin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree with you in this case. And he's like, I don't know what else you should do, but I don't have to like it. And you're like, brother, like, come on How do you on think now. Rand feels about Seriously, it? Seriously, you think he likes this? Come on Ugh. now. Come on. And then Unfair. we get like an exceptionally violent Whoa. piece of like, because the Ashaman just ruthless, right? Yeah. They are like. Exploding heads all over the place. Yeah. Ooh. Tame is like, Ashaman, kill. And I then know. it's just literally exploding bodies. Mm. Um, until finally, like, I, he's like rolling ring of earth and fire. And so there's mm-hmm. just like all of this brutality going on until finally Rand is like, stop. Mm. Like, he knows they've done it. And yeah. he's like, he, he, his voice like crashes like thunder mm-hmm. and stops it until Tame is finally like, rest. Right. Which I get so, I'm getting so nervous about Tame having yeah. so much control over yes. Ashaman yeah. and Rand having to rely on him for it. Every I'm time like, we've seen buddy. Rand interact with the Ashaman, one of them has challenged him. Yes. And Tame has had to step in and be like, oh, yes, that's I don't board. like, like it. It's not it's, a good dynamic. <laughs> no, it's making me very nervous. It's very, very nerve wracking. So we hear from, you know, Rand, like, okay, people are like lowering their veils, like the Shido are running um he sees ruark like he sees some two rivers folks you know uh and so he like decides to you know do the thing that he has to do which is to like you know congratulate the ashaman on like Mm -hmm. a job well done barf um but also like yeah like what else was gonna win this battle like nothing yeah nothing Forty thousand shido it's a lot 40,000 against eight. Yeah. Mm. I did love this part, right? So he, that happens and he Mm -hmm. goes to, um, he turns around and he sees the little tower Aes Sedai. Mm -hmm. And it's of course, uh, Bera and Kiruna who think they can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. Yep. Um, and he's like, you know, it's, we came to rescue you and and you might you might not have needed us, but like intention matters. And Rand is like, get the fuck over there with the other Aes Sedai. Like, I don't give a shit what tower you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get really upset. And I really actually loved this when he's like, I don't I forget nothing. I said six could come, but I count nine. I said you would be on equal footing with the tower emissaries. And for bringing nine, you will be. They are on their knees. I said I kneel and they don't do it. And then Tame is like kneel and swear to the Lord Dragon or you will be knelt. (laughs) Yeah. So good. But the tension. There was a line in something where it was move or you will be moved. It's Black Panther. It is Black Panther. It's not in Black Panther. It's in um Oh, it's in uh, the Captain America Civil War. Yes, yes. And she says it to Black Widow. Yes. Move or you will be moved. Yes, yes. It's that kind of energy. Yeah. That kind of energy. But from Maisram Tame. Yeah. And And then we get this little like wrap up of like, 
third, you heard like, all the different mission. ways these stories end, but then it ends with the first nine Aes Sedai swore fealty to the dragon reborn and the world was changed forever. It's such a good last line. It is. It's a really good last line of that chapter. And I kind of wish the book had ended there. I know. What is the <laughs> point of this epilogue? I was uh, like, who is Thalion? Am I supposed who to know who Thalion is? Thalion, she, she has to be one of the Black Sisters, obviously, from... Yes. Kanchiko. Yeah. Um, clearly. And, but it's like she's stupid because Mogedian has sent her to find this cache of Angriel that in Ibudar. In Ibudar that Elaine and Nynaeve are working towards. Right. But she's like, well, I can't find that. So I'm going to deliver Elaine and Nynaeve to Mogedian. So here, I this took me a minute to figure out the timing. So apparently, Mogedian knew before she was captured. Yes. That there was a Cache of Tarangriel yes. in Ibudar. I don't know yes. how. I don't um, know. And so she sent Falion there. And then and then Falion's like, and then I didn't hear from, I haven't heard from her. She's just like but ignoring I'm looking. me. I'm still looking. But like, you know, I think that, yeah, I'll totally just like, she cares about Elaine and Nynaeve. So I'll use this opportunity to like do her one better because I can't yeah. find these Tarangriel. However, so here's what I'm wondering. Somebody on the discord was like oh you'll find out about the runaways in ibudar at some point there's this throwaway line about yeah Thalian being a runaway but that was a very long time ago yeah i don't know am i supposed to believe that like what t- decades later this is the runaway that they're looking for that seems really random and bizarre i don't know i don't understand it i don't like either. why would they still care at that point like it just doesn't seem and also aren't usually don't they burn out like if they don't master the power yeah i don't fucking know so like i just i just this feels real thin to me and i'm real i'm annoyed um speaking of annoyed who is herod do we know who herod is so this is i don't remember bell it's the same person it's herod bell right he is the guy who thought min was too pretty oh fell right has been trying to like right 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 i was like on after that i was like who the fuck is herod fail yeah yeah so This is the scholar who ran set to work who, on the seals. So this is who the sent one that who's, cryptic note. Yeah, and who has now been ripped apart. limb from limb. Okay, so like, although this uh, is by a golem and not yeah. by the power. So I'm trying to figure out like, are is what I'm supposed to understand that that was like some like dark friend ritual? Oh, maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe I guess. But, like, yeah, Perhaps. exactly. Like, what bearing does it have on anything else? I don't know. It, I like, or again, is it just like, look, and how why bad was Savannah she is? doing it? Yeah, like I don't, because we don't know, know she's not actually a legit dark friend. No, she's just she's just horrible. an opportunist. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and then I we get know. this. Oh, and then we get the Shanchen who we spotted in the previous episode. Yes, uh, who's clearly like scouting scouting mm-hmm. and perhaps the return would come soon and the daughter of the nine moons with it mm-hmm. surely it would mean the greatest moment of victory i'm not looking forward to it nope uh and then we're with mogedian yeah. and, oh goodness yeah so arangar who we also know as halima mm-hmm. comes in uses the power mogedian can't sense it she's like why is this woman using satan and Arangar frees her from the Adam and tells her she is summoned to Sheol Ghoul. Which Mogenian is like, well, that either means the pit of doom or immortality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
as we've said the dark ones like hierarchy structures and like hr very very <laughs> uh, fucked up um and then we get this line about like halima is hurt taking the um Adam yeah. off of Mogedian and Mogedian's like how can a woman channel Satan only a man who can channel would be hurt by that so like what this is all pointing to is that one of the male forsaken mm-hmm. has been given a female body yes and I had suddenly some comments that I saw forever ago on Twitter about like Robert Jordan like kind of trying to deal with transness and really failing yeah. make a lot more sense yeah that's not that's not what no that this ain't it this, this ain't is it. not it this is this is not it <laughs> this is Robert just, Jordan this is just this is something else I You're know we were like thing here please escape the gender binary but this, this is, is not, not it. what this we is, meant this is not what I Thanks. meant not what I wanted uh um, so that's fun so Mogedian gets away yep. and then we're with Egwene mm-hmm. who felt obviously felt like I did love the yes. moment where Mogedian was like Egwene was m- a much harsher yes. mistress yes. than Nynaeve or Elaine because Egwene has been through it mm-hmm. um but she and she's like she has no idea how Mogedian could have gotten yeah. away she's well like, she knows Mogedian? right exactly she felt the flash of pain that means that a man who could channel had brushed the link and yeah so she's like yeah like why like, why would Logan like Logan wouldn't, wouldn't come back and do wouldn't this come back right and then uh, we jump to Demandred, who I'm like barely. Did remember. I understand? Like I don't. I don't remember. I don't know what this could possibly mean because I don't remember what Demandred was doing. So Demandred is the one who gets. I do remember that he's the one who gets the instruction. Let the Lord of Chaos rule. Right. Like way back. So that's what he but did. That's, so, yeah, I guess he just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets like points. He gets points what i don't know i don't i don't understand <laughs> and then we get like a prophecy situation yeah at the end we did it <laughs> we did it i didn't read the prophecy oh it's just more it's prophecy oh. blather like it's not really yeah I don't know. <sighs> maybe other people think that's interesting i don't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It's uh it's not what I thought I remembered exactly. I still don't know why they took Min and we did not get that clear. Like I have a lot of questions. Why did they take Min when they captured Rand? It's unclear. How to tame no, how to find Rand? Also unclear. That's a good question. Like that's a que- I don't care about the Min thing. I'm like whatever. If oh. Min was there, they took her. But she wasn't with Rand when they when he got taken. So they had to make a special effort to take her. I don't know. But we don't know why. That lo- that bothers me less than like how yeah. he used her and how Tame yes. knew where to find Rand. Yeah, it's just on my list of things that are unclear. I don't. The Runaways thing is still bothering me. Savannah tearing people apart for apparently funsies or some unknown purpose. I would like more information about why that needed to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of questions. No, there are a lot of questions. And, uh, but I thought this was the one, I thought this was the battle. I thought Duel Might as Wells was the battle where Rand goes around counting dead maidens. Because there's this really, uh, I, that was like blazed into my memory as a kid. There's some battle where a lot of maidens die after... and he goes around like, and I thought that was this one. I don't feel I like don't that's remember. like a spoiler because like that could happen at any moment. Honestly. Don't. 
So he sort of does that kind of after that little skirmish in Camelin. Yeah, but it like takes it to the next level. Oh, um, I don't remember. And I thought that's what happened at the end of this. And it it wasn't. I did not remember. But the, really, this was all about this, like, you know, we have the Ashaman. We have the Ayo yeah. fighting each other. We have the different Aes Sedai. We have, like, all much. of these forces coming together, swirling around Rand. I mean, and Rand, like, getting super ultra traumatized. Yes, that is what the end of this book was. <laughs> traumatized and and more than a little radicalized i think i think so. um I for think so. not for understandable reason yeah. i think um yeah i remember so like we're gonna start on book seven next and i remember book seven being pivotal but i don't remember why huh. like for some reason book seven just the idea of book seven is sticking in my head and i don't i don't know why yeah. Um, I did do a quick, cause we didn't do this ahead of time. Uh, I did a quick, like of how many pages, or what, what we would be reading if we stick to this hundred page. Although is the font bigger again? <laughs> the font is bigger. Oh, that's or nice. There's less, it's not that, well, it's not that the font's necessarily that much bigger, but there's less lines on each page. Oh, they adjusted the margins back. They adjusted the margins back, at least in this version that I have. Oh, I we probably should have talked about this before we started. I'm advocating for a break. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't come talk back about this. In December. We can come back in December. That's fine with me. That's two weeks. A little break. <laughs> That's two weeks actually, which makes sense. It's not. It's not. If we, it would be three weeks. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But in three weeks, in three I did weeks. check. I get. I did check. Okay, uh, so what are we what reading? We'll be doing. In three weeks, what are we reading? If we stick to the hundred <laughs> pages, which I think we can for this first time, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be the prologue through ch- the end of chapter two. That's it. That's what it says. Wow. Because what is the name of the seventh book? While we're in. <laughs> 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 a crown of swords a crown of swords of course Wait, this is of book course. seven probably yeah. does it say it anywhere on this it doesn't say it anywhere on the book but i'm pretty sure oh wait yeah, here, okay, my book e-reader seven. will tell me yeah Maybe? yeah crown of swords okay. is book seven great <laughs> um yeah it, that's what it says man we might be able to i think we should re reassess after yeah. this one yeah because i do think the margins are bigger there is definitely there are like definitely bigger font and bigger margins which means there are less words on every page right right so we might be able to do like 120 look at us go we'll see (laughs) (laughs) so yeah for crown of swords uh which will be we'll come back in december Yes. Maybe the first week of December. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. Like the 7th is the first Wednesday of December. Perfect. So we'll come back December 7th um, with prologue through the end of chapter two in A Crown of Swords. And now I'm like, all right, we do the closing now. And now a big thank you. To Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast that's still going two years later and will continue Ooh. going for many more years. You can <laughs> find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. 
Uh, if you're enjoying the show, please do leave a review and or a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other people find the show and we really appreciate it. Super do. Uh, you can find us on social media. I am still sort of on the sinking ship that is Twitter. Oh, yeah, God. Um, and I'm on Tumblr. Uh, those are both Jen IRL, J-E-N and IRL. I'm on Instagram and I am Jen IRL. I will probably cave and figure out how to access my Mastodon account at some point. Um, oh, right. And I'm on the Book Riot podcast, SFF. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I am on all social media at Run With Skizzers, which now includes <laughs> <laughs> the sinking ship of Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok, and Mastodon, which is, I think you have to know, like, it's like Run With Skizzers at social dot ma- or Mastodon dot social, I think is my thing. I don't really understand it. No. Nope. Um, but that's, that's where I am. Uh, and also on Daisy Geek Girls where I don't really know. We'll probably talk about Andor next is my guess because that show is so good. <laughs> um, and yeah, in the meantime, you can find us on patreon.com slash Tarvalon or bust and then get access to our discord, which is very fun. And so a huge thank you to our patrons. Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Kathy, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, R.D., P-Footy, Ross P., Tobin T., Megan, David N., Ariel B., Amy A., Michael, Linnea M., Lindsay W., Julie, Danielle G., Dan B., John A., Clara H., Carly, Brendan O., Mary, Akil A., Caroline P., Joe E., James K., Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Amy R. Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Sabre Bouquet, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye. (laughs) 